Hatchet, The Boxcar Children, Island of the Blue Dolphins, Lord of the Flies. Four stories of children doing what it takes to survive in nature without adult supervision. Plus, a bonus episode featuring a story of a child teaming up with a muscle-bound hero against Count Dracula. We'll discuss those stories of survival, as well as our own survival of the year 2022, in this edition of Reliterated Reiterated, Chapter 7, Let's Talk. And welcome, at long last, to Reliterated Reiterated, the episode where your favorite lowbrow book club discusses the books we read in the past few episodes, cover what we missed, and discuss this latest chapter as a whole, as well as talk about whatever the hell we want. As usual, we give you the fair warning, we use language too mature for kids, analysis too immature for literary scholars, and ignorance too profound to be inoffensive to everyone. I'm Andy. I'm Harold. And I'm Josh. And today I was uh, listening to one of the episodes in this chapter, and Xander was riding with me in the van, and um, we heard that part, uh, what was it, analysis to immature for literary scholars. Xander always thought that it said, and Alice is too immature for literary scholars. So he's like, who's Alice? (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. What was is it boba tea? Is that what that term is when they hear something wrong? Boba tea? Well, no, there's a like a boba tea is like this thing on Reddit you can check it out and it's basically people mishearing things. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's something that becomes a saying based off of a mishearing of something. Possibly. Bubble tea from boba tea. Mhm. Okay. All right. Maybe that. I know a lot of lyrics get misheard, so that could be a part of it. Right. Oh, I've I've misheard my share of lyrics. Hold me closer, Tony Danza. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me while I kiss this guy. Anyways, this is our episode where we're talking about our survival chapter that uh, we started uh, back in May, and it's also our end of the year Christmas episode. We made it through another year, guys. (laughs) Oh, man. We we had seven months. It has been a year. It has been quite the year. (laughs) It has been a fucking year. If you're still listening, (laughs) hey, thanks. Thanks for hanging around. We'll try to be more consistent. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think Uh, it's just the survival stories were, at least for me, they weren't that fun to read. For me, it was rereading them. Like, I I was excited to reread Hatchet. That was like, I was super excited and I was glad because that was still good. I still really enjoyed it. Uh, And then Lord of the Flies. Fuck, I hate that book. (laughs) So, yeah, not as much as I hate another book, but yeah, I'm not a fan of Lord of the Flies. I learned that I love Hatchet as well, but Lord of the Flies is still one of my favorite books. I think, yeah, I think Hatchet is probably one of the all-time greatest, like, single person against nature stories out there. And it's a kid against nature, too. Right. And way more realistic than Sam Gribbley (laughs) in (laughs) My Side of the Mountain. (laughs) Fucking easiest thing in the world. (laughs) <laughs> How sure we were that it was awesome when we first went to reread that book. <laughs> it was like, oh my God, this is awful. 
<laughs> Sam Gribbley is like the Batman of kids surviving in the wilderness. Like, yep. he's got all this prep time. He knows exactly what to do. Uh, and things just work out for him because he's he's got this shark repellent spray in his utility belt or some shit. But that wasn't quite the the story for Brian. No. He was. He got, <laughs> <laughs> he got fucked up by a moose. Yep. <laughs> he did. He got <clears throat> fucked up by mosquitoes, fucked up by a porcupine. A tornado. <laughs> By a, yeah, a tornado, a moose. He was in a plane crash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Watched the guy die in front of him, and then had to <laughs> yeah. fly a plane blindly. Yeah. He had to smell a dying guy's farts. Yep. <laughs> I remember goodness. Josh was insistent that we uh, we mentioned the smell. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was yeah, very when important. The, when I did the Bob's your uncle, he's like, uh, "You missed a key detail in the story." <laughs> <laughs> that was the smell of the pilot as he was yeah. dying. <laughs> yeah. It's so important. <laughs> That's how it really happens, you guys. (laughs) Now, we did watch the movie, and that was, what, A Cry in the Wild, it was called? A Cry in the Wild, yeah. Yep. And that, I was very surprised how closely the movie stuck with the story in the book. It was very close. like Right uh up until he full-on wrestled a black bear. (laughs) He did wrestle (laughs) that black bear. (laughs) Yeah, he didn't get messed up by a moose, but he did wrestle a black bear. Yeah, he he didn't uh, really get uh, injured too badly from it. Not like he got messed up by the moose, but... uh, No, he took that bear on. Took that bear on. I think he got, like, his... He cut his arm or something, and like mm-hmm. the a white wolf. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Imi- like he um, imagined him there, a vision of a white wolf, like licked it clean, and he remembered his pet dog when he would lick his wounds clean or whatever. Mm. I don't know. It's been a while. Yeah, I haven't rewatched yeah. it last week, and it's still been a while. Oh man! <laughs> wow, I didn't do that. And... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he had an epic mullet, y'all. Oh, yeah. That was beautiful. <laughs> it was. It was something else. It was period, period correct. I mean. <laughs> the reason that he looked familiar to me is that he was uh, in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh, he was the older kid. That's right. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Another movie I haven't seen in 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hatchet was definitely interesting. I enjoyed it. I think a reason why it was so close to the book is because one, the author worked on it, and it was uh, made pretty uh, pretty soon after the book was published. We're only looking at like 1987 that the book was uh, written, and or at least that's what my copyright information says in my copy of the book. But 87, hey, and then Crying like the Wild is from 1990. Well, I mean, it was a good story, and it made sense to make it into a film because they were able to do it, and yeah, wasn't. Wasn't Diabetes Guy the pilot? No. No. It was uh, some It wasn't unknown. Wilfred Brimley. It yeah, it was Ned, Ned Beatty. Ned Beatty? Okay, so it was He's somebody He's been in things, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He has been in things. Wasn't he in we'll Deliverance? See. He was. He was Bobby in Deliverance. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Is Bobby the one that says, I'm back make you squeal like a piggy? I'm pretty sure he is. <laughs> so yeah, that guy's flying a kid around in a plane. He was also he also played the role of Otis in Superman. Hmm. I don't know who Otis was, but a very important character in Superman. Very or... important in Superman canon. Yes. Yep. 
Otis. Good old Otis. <laughs> Died of a fart attack. Died of a fart attack out of playing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and even like uh, in the movie, the, the plane crashes into a lake. He swims to shore. And they went right up to the, I mean, the hatchet dropping in the water and him swimming down to get it. And then the water mm-hmm. blowing away and him seeing the tra- the plane's tail sticking out. I mean, that was, I, I really was impressed with how much license they gave Gary Paulson to, to obviously he worked on the, on the movie, you know? I mean, like you said, he did, but it's obvious that he did. Yeah. Not like it's very st- faithful to the book. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't watch the Boxcar Children movie, though. Nor did I. Andy, how was that? <laughs> oh, it was hard. It was tough, guys. <laughs> yeah. Those epic um, PS2 graphics. Those, the, it looked like uh, an animatic from a PS2 game. <laughs> uh, the animation style was all over the place. Uh, watch the dog looked horrible. Um, they had uh, J.K. Simmons and... Um, Martin Sheen just phoning it in with their performances. <laughs> hey, sometimes just, you just need a car. Yes, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you need a paycheck. You know, mm-hmm. I won't. I won't begrudge an actor uh, a paycheck. Whatever, I would do it. But um, right. <laughs> yeah, just so so boring. The the constant like soft piano music in the background just uh, aggravating. The stiff motions of the of the characters, and it had no reason being such terrible animation because what let me look up what year it was 2014 oh jesus <laughs> this thing wow. looks it looked like oh, what did the animation style remind me of like a worse version of veggie tales oh wow and that's yeah. pretty not great oh wow yeah like primitive uh cgi animation yeah that looks terrible i think they blew their budget on martin sheen <laughs> as the grandfather oh so he got to be the creepy grandpa yeah he got to be the creepy grandpa fun <laughs> which it plays really differently if you've seen Martin Sheen in like anything else he's done <laughs> like and I very easily connect him with his role in uh, in the Mass in Mass Effect 2 and I think he came back in Mass Effect 3 but yeah as the elusive man the kind of uh, he's not the bad guy of it but he's just a this uh, very corrupt powerful ungodly rich individual kind of directing your your actions okay I haven't played Mass Effect in a long time but yeah that's Martin Sheen up in that and then he's the grandfather in the boxcar children so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one has decidedly better animation yes and that would be Mass Effect a game that came out before this movie a game that came out before this movie <laughs> probably had a bigger budget right <laughs> But still, I mean, it was just written horribly too. Like they were, the kids were getting chased by the the baker, the baker's wife. They really had no motivation for chasing the kids down like they were. <laughs> <laughs> they were like running them down with their van. Um, they tracked them like how, they had no business being that good of tracking those kids. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, it was it was weird. It's it's a weird movie. They added all that, and it was still boring. And it was still boring. Yeah, no, it wasn't. This wasn't in any exciting way. That uh, 
you know, they were chasing the kids with their van. <laughs> it was still a boring chase. And they gave up like as soon as they the road was blocked by a tree and, you know, they couldn't go around it uh, because, you know, they had no budget to render more trees to block the path. <laughs> it, was just, it was just a fallen tree in the in the over the path that they were running down the kids in with their van. But uh, they decided <laughs> eh, to chase them enough. Let's go. Which is great because, yeah, the we've baker, done all we could. <laughs> the baker and the baker's wife just took the kids in as a nicety for a night, didn't they? Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, I don't know, I wasn't paying too close attention, but uh, I think that they were going to like give Benny up to the children's home and keep the other three to work for them or whatever. Oh, okay, okay. But, so they uh, were evil bakers. They were evil bakers, yes. <laughs> we're going to make the kids work for us and give them nothing in return. But that, that boy, good. that little one, is going to be a problem. <laughs> we'll send him to the factory. Just silly. Yeah, that book was pretty boring as well, though. I mean, yeah. it was it was all right, and it kind of fits into the survival chapter because they lived in a boxcar, but I would not read it again. All I remember is is like they, the littlest one had a little cup, a little pink cup. That's all I remember. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess I, I know I wouldn't read it again. I would not want to do another boxcar children book, like another one in the series. <laughs> it's... Yeah, it was very boring. Yeah. yeah. And coming off of this survival story, it's just like a series of mysteries that uh, that the children solve. Right, from their rich grandpa's home. From yeah. the rich grandpa's home with the boxcar in the backyard as like a clubhouse. Oh, I just remember the very beginning of the movie starts off with like the origin of the boxcar. Like you oh. see the, <laughs> the trains like rolling down the track. And it's going by this like sidetrack that's uh, going down. It's like clearly abandoned or whatever. And then like lightning strikes the train. And like the last boxcar at the very end of the train uh, switch jumps the track and goes down uh, conveniently down the, the side, the abandoned sidetrack. And so that's how it comes to rest in the middle of the woods. Yeah, because that's oh, how trains okay. work. Because that's how trains work. That's as far as I know, that's how they work. I don't know anything about trains. So I know they need uh they need rails to, to actually travel. Yeah. So and yeah. lightning doesn't really do anything enough. to them. <laughs> Definitely wouldn't unhitch it from the train. <laughs> this was an old train, so it didn't have lightning proofing. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't invent that until like the sixties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Slaps boxcar. This one's lightning proof. <laughs> Not with lightning proofing. <laughs> and then <clears throat> I did think that was interesting how many versions of the story there were. Right. But other than that, yeah, boring. And then we had Island of the Blue Dolphins. Which I thought was and that one. I like that yeah. one. That one started out not boring. Then it got no. boring because she was just on the island by herself. So how exciting can it be? But then it got I don't know, kind of kind of sadly tragic because knowing what happens to her, it's like yeah, she got off the island, but at what at what cost? Yeah, she got all. She started eating fruits and then she died <laughs> quickly. That'll happen. <laughs> That's why I don't eat she's, fruit. She Red started eating only. foreign foods. Foods that her system was not ready to absorb. Consume, yes. <laughs> in in a time when there was no, there was not the greatest uh, healthcare system of keeping her alive. Are you saying that um, her humors didn't affect her? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying all the leeches in the world probably wouldn't have helped. Uh, that sounds about right. Or all the prayer in the world. 
Man, I can't imagine living at a time like that. When you think about things now and you're like, oh, this is awful, that's awful, this is awful. It's like, yeah, but, you know, at least you aren't, like, walking <laughs> through the woods you cut your foot and the next thing you know, you're laying in a bed sweating and dying, like, <laughs> and everybody's like, oh, please save him, please, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like that. Uh, it depends on, <laughs> depends on which, uh, where you are. <laughs> well, Somebody there's nothing more put- we can do. It's yeah. in God's hands now. It's in God's hands now. <laughs> we just got to drain his foot. That's all. <laughs> Out with the bad blood in with the good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yes, I know that there are time places here now, Josh, but by and large, okay? Oh, yeah. It's it's much better than it By and large, it's much better. Yes. The population doesn't double in 50 years because things are getting worse. <laughs> Just, oh, like, I really think they missed the opportunity in that magic treehouse to, like, talk about soldiers getting their legs sawn off while they screamed in agony. Because they there was really nothing did. else they could do. <laughs> yeah, well, really you know, didn't. we didn't we didn't read that Civil War book. Maybe they talked about that in uh, <laughs> the Civil War on uh, Sunday or whatever it was. <laughs> the slow, methodical back and forth of the nurse's arm <laughs> with the scraping sound of metal on bone. <laughs> Every stroke of the hacksaw accompanied by the worst scream you could possibly imagine. <laughs> Until the man inevitably passed out. <laughs> then silence befell the camp, but the work continued. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck this is a children's book it's awesome <laughs> well we do have johnny tremaine coming at some point so <laughs> yeah right but yeah i live the blue dolphin yeah completely unrelated to that <laughs> yeah no i think we covered this book pretty well when we uh when we did it in our episode yeah yeah and we didn't watch the movie because we couldn't really find it. it. wasn't streaming anywhere, so. Right. Yeah, there was a an adaptation of it, but I don't know. I think what stopped us? I think it was like a pay thing. Like, well, no, it's uh, not streaming anywhere for free. I, I believe basically. that. I believe that Janelle found it, but the problem with for me oh, was right. is that it was in black and white, and I refuse to watch anything that's black and white. Mm. Also, the uh, the link that she found expired yeah. or like was taken down before we actually got around to trying to watch it. Right. So, yeah, I would have watched it. I just don't believe in black and white film. You don't believe in black be, and white? I think it should be eradicated. <laughs> so, you're re- so, Harold, you're rejecting the photographic evidence that the world was in black and white before like 1940s or whatever. I'm not, I'm not rejecting it. I just... I can't imagine. I feel so bad for those people, and I think that we should forget about it. <laughs> I feel so bad for those people of the past that we should yeah, just not talk about it. We should not talk about it anymore. Have you seen Sin City? Sin City had splashes of color in it. <laughs> I wanted to see your justification for watching that. Yeah, yep, yep. I remember we went and saw that at the theater. Yep. And I knew that there were going to be splashes of color, so I was like, yeah, I could watch that. <laughs> That's just fake black and white. That's a trick of the camera. <laughs> I mean, you've seen the Snyder cut. Yeah, but I that's didn't watch pretty much black and white. <laughs> I didn't watch the grayscale one. There's one that's done in black and white. Yeah, I didn't watch that. Ugh. I was like, it's gonna be the same. Gross. No, only worse. <laughs> <laughs> like it's 
But yeah, we did not watch that film because I, yeah, there were a few reasons. We got, we also couldn't all gather up at the same time to watch it anyways. Right. Our schedules have not been meshing very well. No, things have been busy at, at work with me and it's tiring work. Mm-hmm. In the past couple of months, I've been preparing to uh, to be on stage. Yes. Yes, that's In right. A, You're doing a, a play. A Christmas Story, the musical. It's been yes. a lot of fun. And I've been sick since I've been in Michigan, so yay. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you're like just like recovered your voice from another like cold, right? Yeah, my voice just got back. It's not even fully back. It's just, you know, it's good enough to record. And I don't sound like a, uh, a female at this point, so that's all right. Because <laughs> I know <laughs> I have a slightly higher register, so a lot of people think I'm a female, but I'm not. <laughs> for anybody that might be listening that might have thought Wait, that he was a what? girl yeah yeah i'm not a girl um, yeah <laughs> so I, I turned this on at work one day and i warned them i said we're talking about books and like we're trying to be witty but we're also trying to analyze the book from a position of not being professionals at analyzing books mm-hmm. and they're like put it on put it on i'm like i'm telling you guys I mean, 10 minutes into it, someone was like, can we turn something else on? I'm like, you asked for this. <laughs> oh, Just not the place. You know what I mean? Not the place to listen to it. <laughs> yep. No. I can't imagine a workplace being a great place for like any podcast for a group of people at Mm-mm. any rate. No. We throw on music and it goes anywhere from the 70s to now. And I just, you know what I mean? It's like whatever sure. music. And yeah, as, as good as our show is, it's not for everybody. No. <laughs> and I fully realize that. My last day at Cal Steam, I put it on. And so the guys got to hear it. But, and hey, if uh, you're listening still, thanks guys. Thanks for still keeping with us. <laughs> Man, you've really stuck it out. <laughs> And they're like, man, this is what you've been doing with your spare time? Obviously You're not, playing. because we don't hardly record. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get back in the swing of it. Yeah. We're going to get back in the swing of it, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, my work's been crazy, too. I've been learning a bunch of new stuff, so that mm. that takes up a lot of my brain power. I just come home, and I'm just like, okay, time to veg, because this all needs to get into my long-term memory. <laughs> Brain power not good because I'm learning stuff to do things. It's, it's all accounting, so it's all a lot of number stuff. So yeah, it's like, no, yeah. I got you. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, after a day of just staring at numbers and doing and putting data like that, it's just, ugh. All I want to do is watch TV. Thank you, Josh, for the apt description of what you've been learning lately. <laughs> I can't get too detailed. <laughs> well, obviously, but <laughs> I work in uh, I work in mental health. I can't. Right. PHI is a thing. <laughs> Please give us detailed files. <laughs> no. And my social security number, Josh. my social security number my mother's main name yes oh that yeah that's easy that's (laughs) poe that's poe uh so yeah after the that book what was the next book lord of the flies Mm. (laughs) i can't help that you have no taste josh Hey, I don't know why I can't taste anything either, Harold, but that has nothing to <laughs> yeah. do with this book. Because <laughs> he's sick. <laughs> yeah, I am sick. That's why I can't taste your smell. Lord of the Flies, it is not a book that you want to read if you like feel-good stories. 
Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Josh clearly likes the feel goods. If you're a big, big fan of that one scene where Anakin goes and kills all the younglings, you're going to like this book. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't get to that like level of sadism of like... Oh, just oh, one yeah, kid. <laughs> with, with like the anti-hero. I mean, nobody was built up as the anti-hero to like kill everybody else or whatever. We mostly followed the the main target of the wrath of the... Uh, boys who um, succumbed to the more the darker side of human nature, who uh, lost all scruples about killing people. Well, and it also showed that where Piggy was being vocal, Ralph was having kudos, and he he was the the leadership. And meanwhile, all this other stuff was happening because he was cool with these guys. And then when it got out of hand, you know his. <sighs> His lack of action throughout is what helped contribute to all that happening. So, I mean, yes, those guys gave into their bloodlust, but it was also the Mm -hmm. lack of action of other people banding together to step in on it that allowed it to happen, too. Sure. I mean, foolish Ralph, he he figured that uh, everybody was going to chip in to to get them all rescued, put in the work uh, equally, and turns out it doesn't work that way. Nope. Especially when there's no consequences for going against what society's taught you. Well, and even the consequences that there were, again, like we talked about. And the consequences of nature, yeah. Yeah, a bunch of little kids died that we probably didn't know about. Off, oh, yeah. Off page, a bunch of little kids died, and they didn't even succumb to those consequences or recognize that it was happening because they were so, you know, so, yeah, mm-hmm. it was... To me, I I felt it's an interesting dive into a possible scenario that I think is, while unlikely because the situation that happened was unlikely, I think that it is possible, especially considering the ages of the kids and the time they were living in, like, definitely. And that's why... I've I've always really enjoyed that book because I think it does it climbs into the darker reaches of human nature and even shows like you ride along as Ralph basically and you see him not see the big deal and then you see him crawling through flaming fields like holy fucking shit you know like hmm. the consequences of actions and human the darker side of human nature yeah I always enjoy that shit. What did you think of the movie adaptation? I didn't I didn't like it. I remember thinking it was all right when I was a kid, but I, I did not like how far it distanced itself from the book. I mm-hmm. felt it really stepped away from the book. I mean, they had an adult from the beginning. Yes, the adult was sick, but they're with that hope of an adult waking up, you know, mm-hmm. that lack of hope of no adult, that is part of the book to me. You oh, know? for sure. Yeah. That just utter desolation that you feel. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah, this is the um by the way, this is the nineteen ninety film adaptation for Lord of, Lord of the Flies that we watched. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was a an earlier one, but uh we watched in black the one from nineteen ninety. The color the one in color. Yeah. Um I forget if these were I think these were American boys in the in this movie. Correct yes. me if I'm yeah, wrong. Yeah, they were. But, yep. Yeah. Like that changed things too. Mm-hmm. And it didn't really play on it being that there was a war. They were from a military academy. Mm. And that changes things too, because when you're at a military academy, you're learning survival skills. Mm-hmm. Well, and I mean, right from the get, uh Jack was throwing around like everybody knew who he was 
Mm-hmm. And they were in, and he was like trying to take charge right away. And then they gave it to Ralph because he was the better talker. He didn't, you know, mm. Jack seemed like the tougher choice. But yeah, I don't know. It was, it wasn't as good as, as the book for me. And I felt it missed the point of the book. Mm. Yeah, but they did, you know, they were trying to reach a wide audience. So they had to tone down some of it. <clears throat> and I think even though there were those changes, um, and you know the the book obviously did it better because as books usually do but i think the movie still made you feel those the same kind of feelings about people and uh what these kids are doing in the situation that they're in even though it's not 100% true to the book sure it doesn't in a more watered down way like it doesn't in a more I don't know. A lot of things do that now. A lot of movies do that. It comes with the territory of having to right. condense it down to a story being told in an hour and a half to two hours. Sure. Yep. Yeah. I attempted to watch the original, the uh, the one from the 60s, but uh, yeah, I didn't make it very far. Because <laughs> it's in black and white and you were like, Gosh, no, I fell asleep because, uh, you know, boring. it's very, it was boring. It was so boring. <laughs> so I instead mm. napped. On a Saturday yeah. afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also old. <laughs> That's kind of a doomed proposition. Uh, <laughs> you watching a uh, a story you don't like in yeah. black and white, an old <laughs> version of it. <laughs> I tried. But... On a Saturday afternoon when you got nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah. That's literally what happened. I just, uh, yeah, I just ended up going to sleep. I was like, oh, that's fine. Yeah. I got better, better things to do. Like sleep. <laughs> Anyways, that's Lord of the Flies. Oh, and oh, to uplift it though, I like the true story that I found where those guys work, those kids work together, and then yeah. they were rescued. Because that's what really would—that's what no, would they happen. Were old, they were older <laughs> kids. They were all already knew each other. I mean, shit. In Lord of the, see, that was the problem is that in the movie, all the kids already knew each other. They had a relationship going on already for the most part, or at least they knew. Yeah. In the, in the book, they didn't know each other. The oldest kids were like 12, you know? So, like, it's, yeah. You're talking about a 16-year-old, 15-year-old. No, they 14. were 12. They, they were, were like... not 12. No, I, no, they were not, Josh. And when... I mean, let me, let me bing it. I will find out. You can out. bing it right now. I, I recently listened to the episode, and I believe the age range you said was like 12 minimum to like 16 at the oldest. Yeah. So they had an older kid with them at least one. Well, yeah, they had at least one older kid. Yeah. And what year was it? Do you know that uh, that this happened? 1965. Just five. Okay, so it. the story of Lord of the Flies was around, and so they have a they had a handbook on what not to do. Right. Yeah, they did definitely have a handbook <laughs> on what not to do. If it was even published so. in their country, because again, they weren't from America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Either way, it is not the same thing, and I say. That Lord of the Flies is a scenario that is very possible to some degree. Maybe not exactly in those though, that way, but I I do think that kids could devolve into that really quickly. Mm-hmm. I think our politics has already. Oh God! I mean, adults. Yeah, adults <laughs> devolve into that really quickly. It's it's yeah. So it's I mean, it's not out all out uh, murdering people. Not to. Not to the level of uh, Lord of the Flies, but I don't know. Tell that it's to the close. CIA. Yeah, right? <laughs> CIA or, I mean, wars, proxy wars, whatever else. I mean, yeah. So I think that that's also part of the point of Lord of the Flies is that while these kids are on the... Uh, yeah, at the end, they have that juxtaposition where 
these kids are on the island and yeah, they did all this stuff, but the guy gets there and he's like, oh, you know, you should have kept yourselves in line. What the hell? Meanwhile, they're fighting a war, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's just. I believe that's the irony. I that's what yes that's why I used the word juxtaposition. You don't use the word juxtaposition because you don't get what they were doing. <laughs> hey, some people don't know what that word means. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they don't use the word juxtaposition. Yeah, right. They're like, what the fuck is that even a word? I don't use the word juxtaposition because I don't know what it means. <laughs> it's a fun word. It has an X in the middle of it. it does <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 I like it. Speaking of juxtapositions, Simon's Quest. Oh, my God. (laughs) That book. Holy shit. Easily my favorite book of the chapter. Easily the most fun to read, the most fun to talk about. It was just- fucking pop. Right off the bat. Just dumb fun. Right off the bat. Jesus. Sets the tone. Dracula drinking your spirit like cherry pop. Mm, In his own words. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sorry I didn't talk much during that episode. I was fighting uh, cold and I was like, yeah, barely. I I was like trying not to cough. And so it's like, yep, I'm going to try to speak when I can, but I'm trying to fight this cough. So (laughs) probably not going to talk much. Yeah. But uh, we got invited to be on Matt and Mark's episode of uh, the Worlds of Power. And uh, we we had our input here and there. <laughs> yeah. I get he he was right. I was staring at the TV a lot watching that oh, yeah. playthrough. It just it's it's inter- it's hypnotic. It's interesting. It was hypnotic. Yeah. Mhm. It's an easy place for the for the eyes to travel. It yeah. is. Had a uh in the in the in my living room I had the um YouTube of the a long play playthrough going and we were all watching it which uh which Matt remarked at one point <laughs> because it, yeah. well, like Matt he had his back to the TV yep. <laughs> uh but yeah just wanted to set the atmosphere and wound up just distracting everybody <laughs> actually I don't know that's not a, that's not really true I, it just we, we had a good episode we had a good discussion on it it was fun and yeah absolutely just, just meant that we were looking in Matt's direction like the whole time <laughs> <laughs> but not at him past him well next time don't have Ninja Gaiden on the screen <laughs> oh I plan to yeah, <laughs> yeah. we're gonna do it yeah I I don't know that that book was just so clearly the person had not played the game or something or like with any of them, I guess. I think somebody gave him a, a cliff notes on what the game was about. And yeah, I think like again, there, he got the he, first he few, few chapters and then he just bypassed everything else yep. because it's, it really seemed that way. Like he was reminded of the pace he needed to uh, to write it at or whatever, or what pace the story needed to go in. He took his sweet time to get the, to the first artifact, but then just montaged the rest of them, really. And they sounded cooler. It's like, oh, the, man. The uh, <laughs> the argument between him and his publicist. You need to release this book. This book will be my magnum opus. <laughs> no, listen. Your first page, third sentence is Dracula. Dracula will suck your soul like cherry pop. This is a children's <laughs> book, you fucking psycho. Finish it. <laughs> when I'm through with you, nobody's going to recognize the word Christopher Howell as an author. We're not even going to put your name on it. We're going to just put FX9. <laughs> FX9. <laughs> but yeah, not survival related. Just just a you know, fun book that we wanted to do with Matt and Mark. I mean, it was kind of survival related. They had to survive Castlevania. True. It's not like a stranded survival. They had to survive seeing seeing what was left of the 
sores of my face. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> On Josh's way here. <laughs> well, we're sorry if you we're sorry if you're if you heard this before. We can't remember <laughs> if, yeah. we, if we told you this story. But, so Josh, before coming to Michigan, uh, got some kind of like dry skin on his face and he went to a doctor and they gave him antibiotics and he apparently had an allergic reaction to the antibiotics. Yeah. Because by the time I picked him up from the airport, his face was a little puffy and I didn't even recognize <laughs> it at first. No big deal. Well, we went to a little place called Portillo's, uh, which is great. Greatest, gra- my favorite restaurant of yes on earth. It is. They have a shredded oh, beef sandwich. It's called an Italian beef. You get it an dipped. Italian beef. It's fucking yep. good. Oh, fuck. And, I want uh, one right now. I like to get the combo, <laughs> which has a piece of uh, Italian sausage in the middle of it and the shredded beef. It's delicious. But we go there and we're standing in line uh, for, for our food. And Josh goes up and uh, he gets waited on. Then I go up and... I felt like the girl was being extra nice to me. And I was like, or lady, you know, and I'm like, oh, well, yay. And so I go back and sit down by Josh uh, and I look at him or I'm saying, hey, I think that girl might have been flirting with me. And Josh looks over at me. And at this point, his face is completely closed <laughs> up. His eyes are barely slits. His mouth, his whole cheeks are huge. And he goes, cool. <laughs> and I just <laughs> like... And I realized, I'm like, oh, maybe not the time to be gloating. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. I'm glad. <laughs> he was starting to look like sloth from the Goonies. It was fucking crazy. <laughs> it just Eat your sandwich. I need to go to Ready Med. Oh, man. It just kept getting worse until finally his mom took him to the doctor. Yeah, we got, <laughs> I went to urgent care. Shout out to Sure Hospital. Thank you so much for fixing me. Because fuck Edlo and their stupid ass doctors who don't know what's wrong. I walked in and they're like, yeah, you need a steroid shot. I was like, cool. At least you fucking know what I need. Because those other people are like guessing. Oh, no, I guess I'll give you antibiotics. Yep. I am super allergic to doxycycline. <laughs> so Turns do not out. recommend. Oh, man. Is it that was something tough. in you before? That's never happened to me. I've never had doxycycline. I've never had this thing happen to me before. It was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. His face <laughs> blew up like a balloon. It was nuts. That was from the antibiotic. Otherwise, I just had these weird sores on my face. Like, I got an infection probably from, like, a spider bite or something like that. And it just, yeah, it just kept getting worse and worse. And then what I ended up needing was a steroid to help fight it off. So, yeah, my face is good now. I'm back to oh. being okay. <laughs> oh, good. That's good. Because, man. So good I'll to hear t- about your face. Yeah. At first, I was pretty worried about it. Uh, was he back to pretty much normal when we recorded? I was a lot better. Uh, I know that. Okay. He did He did look a lot better. Yeah, because yeah. you were back from your mom's when we recorded. Because it, uh, like, yeah. it was a couple days before that that we met up to, to go karaoke. And, oh, that's right. And yep. like, he was on the tail end of his the swelling going down. He had stopped yeah. taking the antibiotic at that point. Yep. So that was just the infection itself was a little bit, but yeah, it was going, it was definitely going away by then. It It was was still there. (laughs) Cause I remember Shyla, she saw me with it full on at like Halloween. (laughs) Oh my God, Josh. Like, oh man, what a reaction to have. (laughs) And then when we went to see, when we went to see the pups, uh, 
then she was like, oh, you look so much better. I was like, OK, good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. No, it was a, it was a night and day difference when you came back for your Bob's house because I was like, holy shit, his face. Yeah. I hope yeah, it but... doesn't get stuck like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we went to urgent care and they took care of me. Sure. And uh, called the insurance company, made a complaint against Enlo because, again, fuck those people. Yep. So, uh, yep. Didn't have to pay that bill. Good. Yeah, <laughs> Shout out serious, to Blue man. Cross. You're dope. If, you, if your face had been <laughs> stuck like that, we couldn't have been friends anymore. I know. Like, it would have been weird. <laughs> yeah. There's no, there's no laying head to head with that. <laughs> we so, wouldn't want to be seen with you. No more yo, videos for for the podcast. I, all <laughs> three, all, all two that audio. we've done. <laughs> Just get him a Phantom Opera mask, Phantom of the Opera mask to wear. <laughs> we have to recast Josh. Yeah, <laughs> someone more camera friendly. Ah, just give me a Superman shirt. I'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you guys. <laughs> yep, that'll be, that's going to be my sign off for now. <laughs> yeah. Came in candy bars. Oh, Baby Ruth. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sloth. <laughs> I love sloth. But, oh, man. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, that was it was a good trip. I, I enjoyed myself uh, other than getting sick and being sick and. All that fun jazz. It was a good trip. It was good seeing you guys. It was good going out for karaoke. Oh, that place sucked, though. <laughs> you know, I mean, it was it was a cool gimmick and everything, but it, it was just hard to find karaoke around here on a Saturday yeah. night. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you go there, and the problem was they had zero selection for songs. As far as I'm concerned, because I'm like, yeah. I got a few specific songs that I like to do. Right. And a lot of the had, karaoke mainstays, just nothing that right. grabbed Harold's attention. Here's what killed me. I wanted to do You Can Call Me Al, because that one always boosts me up and makes me feel better, because for, I know all the words to it, and it's a rare thing. for <laughs> like Most people are like, I didn't fucking know anybody. That DJ said the one time, he goes, I didn't know anybody knew all the words to that song. And... <laughs> 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 Um, they didn't have that, but they did have me and Julio down by the schoolyard. Like what? I, I just didn't understand. I don't, I feel like. I like that song. It's a good song, but I feel like less people know about that song than you can call me L or I, I would think, but I guess mm. not. Maybe not. Well, it's more of a karaoke song than you can call me L because you can call me L is not like a sing along. Like most karaoke songs are kind of sing alongs or something like yeah. that. And of so course the one I want unique. is fucking, yeah, it's a fucking, <laughs> I want the weird one. <laughs> Again, I, I, my new song to sing at karaoke is Jane. <laughs> That's not a common song, but it's fun <laughs> to sing. So, but yeah, next time I come to town, we'll have to, we'll go out during the week or something, because mm. that seems to be what has to happen. Yeah, apparently it's got to be Sunday and uh, Monday nights. And let's not go back to that place, because they had like $15 beers. Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> I had a ludicrous. sip of a drink, and they were like, the guy was trying to be rude, and I was just like, your jokes are not good. <laughs> Yeah, that gimmick got a little. Well, it didn't get stale because it didn't keep up with it well enough to no to let it well, get stale. It's just it it just kind of went away and yeah. was it wound up being like nothing. I don't know. Or it was almost like because when they first started coming around, like we were all kind of giving them like you know 
I mean, I'm ready for someone's bullshit all the time. It, right. So you got to be on par real quick. And it's like nothing was coming out that was very witty. And, eh, you know, it was it was neat. I got the two glasses for it. It was cool for me because it was fun to go out for my birthday. And people came out and I was really glad they came out. It was really nice. Yeah, it was but fun. they didn't have very good karaoke selection. And their drinks were ludicrously priced because they were selling you the glass every time. Right. Yeah, I got out of having to pay for my bottle of water because he was like, okay, the bottle of water. I'm like, you dumped half of it on the table. I'm not paying for it. And then, yeah, I didn't have to pay for it. <laughs> He's like, all right, we'll make enough on the beer. We can cover yeah, a basically. bottle of water. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, that place. I don't think it's going to be open very long. No, I, I feel like, well, it seemed like they had a lot of family stuff going on, because that's what me and uh, Tim, guy that came near the end, and I were talking about, I we looked out on the floor at one point, and he was like, what the fuck? And he goes, I thought maybe there was there was like a little person over there. He goes, it's a kid. He's like, it's 11 <laughs> yeah. o'clock at night. We're drinking. They're letting kids stay <laughs> after most bars don't don't allow minors yeah yeah there was families there it just it wasn't a it wasn't a party spot for sure yeah <laughs> the person that went before me at karaoke was like eight she yeah. was like an eight-year-old oh right. dude but i was so glad that we were there for that super cringy spot where the dad and the son went up there and the son wanted <laughs> to play the, the drums and the dad he just stood there and like held the mic down by his side and like refused to sing and the DJ was singing the song to try and like boost the kid, the poor kid like he just watched his I, was, the, I just wanted to play with the drums all the happiness just drained from the kid's face as he watched his dad fail at being at being uh, like outgoing in public <laughs> Uh, uh, I sh- I don't have any room to talk. I didn't get up there at all, even to sing. But you know, mm-hmm. if I had gotten up there, I'd have sang. I wouldn't have put the. I wouldn't have held the mic by my side. Just stared at everybody awkwardly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, awkward place. Yeah, awkward that was, is the word for it. Yeah, yeah. that's awkward, it. awkward. Is a good word for it. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed the pulled pork sandwich, though. I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. Do you think we should na- you should say the name of the place in case anybody's curious? Oh, for sure. We went to Dick's Last Resort in Saginaw. Dick's Last Resort. Dick's yeah. Last Resort. It's called. And I mean, it, I don't got care. Stickers. I got some stickers. It's, yeah, it's my my opinion. I I own two Dick's Last Resort glasses, so I'm gonna go ahead and say that. Yeah, I yeah. definitely probably wouldn't go there again. It it seems like the gimmick would be cool if they did it right, but you know, right? It just wasn't. They need cheaper drinks, and they need cheaper drinks. Oh, so I was told uh, by a couple of the people that came that they were ordering like Jack and Cokes and just getting it in a regular glass, and their drinks were not nearly as expensive. And I'm like, why the fuck didn't they at some point offer us? You know what I mean? Like the right? cheaper, yeah. But I guess that's my problem because I didn't ask. I didn't ask. Yeah, they get you that way. <laughs> yep, I didn't ask. My dumbass didn't ask. So I, but I, again, I'm cool with it. I got those two glasses. Whatever. It's yeah, it's, it's, it's a memory whatever. for me. Like you go, you go up and you ask for a pint of beer, and they're like, okay, that's like fifteen, whatever. <laughs> and you think to yourself, wow, that's that's a lot for this beer. I I would not pay that much. And then they give you they give it to you, and you're like, you get to keep the glass. So I don't want to have to wash it, so take it. Yeah. And and then they don't, they don't tell you like I think you can bring it back for refills, but I'm not sure because I didn't want to test that theory because right. I was I was already out like almost thirty dollars just on me. 
Right. <laughs> but yeah. That's how I felt about it. I'm like, Jesus Christ, you know. And after, I didn't after, even ex- like, after food and one beer. Yeah, it's craziness. <clears throat> Anyhow, I don't know. It's probably fun if you're like eight. <laughs> yeah. Or if and it you was to done, go up on drums. Or if it was done whatever. right. Or if it was, or you it was walked in right. and they were actually really dicks to you and they did it the right way. It just felt, it felt like it was really watered down. Yeah. Yeah, there was a place called Ed, Ed Bevix that had that same thing, but they were assholes. And so oh, yeah. it was great. Yeah. So that was in Chicago. I don't even think they're open anymore. I was told that uh, someone had gone to Dick's in Las Vegas, and it was that way. Like it was, there was no like question as to it. Like you, even if you had a good time, you felt like you're like, holy shit, that should have been a bad time by the way they were treating me. You know <laughs> what I mean? So it's, I think it's just part of it is the area. You know, that's not something that's normal around here. So the idea of going somewhere and being an asshole to people that are supposed to tip you seems fun, but then you're there and you're like, mm-hmm. I mean, I want them to tip me. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, and Bevix is still open. Okay, cool. That makes sense. Nice. Good for them. They managed to survive. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't have parking. Yes, it gets loud in here. <laughs> that's fun. But yeah, that was uh, that was the chapter. So, that's uh, I think it's chapter seven of Reliterated. I don't know. Yeah. I lost. I lost count. <laughs> this is episode fifty-three. Yeah. Ah uh, yes. Or or uh, without uh, the deleted episodes forty-six. I think. Listen, we recorded them. <laughs> this Whether is the fifty-third we we've recorded. Re- we just can't release them. <laughs> we can't release them. That does not mean we didn't do them. This is the first fifty-third episode. <laughs> I will not lose status over trivial matters. <laughs> <laughs> eh, I'm not gonna lose sleep over it either. Nope. <laughs> so I heard we got some comments. Is that true? That is true. Yes. Um, on our YouTube uh, videos that uh, come out with every episode, uh, we got a fellow by the name of Andrew Stange said, I'm not sure how I ended up here, but great podcast. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Which episode was that on? On uh, the most recent one, uh, Castlevania episode. Yes. <laughs> new fan. He Welcome also subscribed to us. So, hey, Andrew, glad you're along for the ride. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to Andrew. For We're being a fan cool. of you, too. We're Tell working on it. all your friends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this episode's not going to win many awards. No. <laughs> Maybe a Razzie. <laughs> mm. So, it's the end of the year. It's the Christmas season. I don't know. Anybody feeling particularly festive or emotional or I don't know what? I'm down for some like, feats of strength. Some feats of strength? You're celebrating Festivus? I am a fan of the Festivus. A fan of the Festivus? You got your pole up? I don't have... I didn't bring it with me uh, when I last moved because I was like, I don't need this. <laughs> now I'm regretting it. Oh, I don't no. believe that you ever even had it. <laughs> no, I had one. It was an uh, old... Uh, old um curtain rod (laughs) (laughs) i'm excited you know i mean it's christmas for the kids be fun go see some family that i don't see all the time and i like i still like that Mm -hmm. i don't see family like i used to Mm -hmm. you know this is gonna be the first christmas as kind of a family of four with me and janelle and xander and elton and uh it's uh been pretty good so far for this holiday season and looking looking forward to our uh our little new 
kind of mixed family experience. Should be fun. Also, being in a being in a Christmas story, uh, the musical has kind of helped to to lift my festivity <laughs> this season as well. <laughs> I've been celebrating Christmas since October, right? <laughs> since early October, doing these rehearsals and stuff. I always get closer. The closer I get to Christmas, the more festive I feel about it, you know, and yeah. I find myself enjoying some Christmas songs. But that's the thing is I don't want to listen to Christmas songs, even right after Thanksgiving. I don't want to hear Christmas songs until like three or four days before Christmas. And then I'm like, yeah, yeah, because there's <laughs> yeah. only so many of them. Bring out the holly. Yeah. Deck the, deck the halls, you jingle bell. Right. I mean, you can't have Christmas music on for two weeks straight and not hear the same songs over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah. That's my worst. That's the worst thing about Christmas music is how repetitive they can get. Yeah. If you, if you do listen to it uh, way before Christmas. I detest the song Santa Baby. I hate that fucking song so much. Oh, my God. Yeah. It I hate that worst. one. I absolutely hate uh, Last Christmas. I just thought it was very funny that the Whamageddon. <laughs> I thought it was funny that George Michael died on Christmas, and so I got to make the joke. Oh, I guess this was his last Christmas. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I thought it was really funny that George Michael died on Christmas. <laughs> I did. I thought it was hilarious. We're oh, gonna make man. shirts. Mm. <laughs> that quote. That's a shirt. That's <laughs> Oh, that's on par with my Paul Walker joke. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) You and your Paul Walker jokes. Jesus. Oh, man. So um, I'm not doing anything, so I'll be nice and depressed by myself on Christmas. Uh, I'll probably read a book <laughs> that we're looking forward to because I already know I'm, it's going to make me cry. Yeah, I already know it's going to make me cry and I'm going to want to cry on Christmas by myself. So I'm going to read that <laughs> on Christmas <laughs> and cry. I've never read it, so. I've, You've never read the, Where the Red Fern Grows? I've never read Where the Red Fern Grows. <laughs> wow, that's interesting. That'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be fun. We'll have fun. <laughs> it'll be Boy. fun with you having you not having read it, and and how much you hate dogs. I mean, that's gonna like, <laughs> dude. This will be interesting to see Andy's perspective. He'll be like, yeah. I think they got what they deserved. I'm I'm just gonna st- I'm just gonna stop. <laughs> I'm gonna stop saying that I don't hate dogs. I'm just gonna lean into the heel <laughs> yeah. aspect of it. I'm just gonna make my heel turn and say fuck dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know something. <laughs> Just don't, just don't test that theory by bringing any dogs near me, because, because <laughs> oh man, they're gonna, they're gonna get some scratches. <laughs> Boy, I'm gonna scratch them, pet their little flanks. Yeah, that's a good girl. I have watched. Every <laughs> You're episode. just miming petting a dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> absolutely did not my pet my petting a dog by patting the side of my leg. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Oh goodness! <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that's it for this year. Yep, <laughs> indeed. I've reliterated. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna see you uh, in the new year with a new chapter of the podcast. It's gonna be all um, requests and 
fingers crossed, all featuring guests that they can all make it and record with us. Yeah. All of the, the lovely folks that requested these stories are going to read. That will be fun. I'm looking forward to it. I want to hear people's perspectives on it. I know one of the, one of the stories we're going to read is something I've wanted to read anyways. It's the one that uh, Josh's brother, David, picked. And that's actually a story that I thought of early on that I wanted to read. Should mm. we reveal has- the titles or are we going to keep it a secret? Hmm. Well, if they're listening at this point, I think they've earned it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so we I don't know if the exact order that we're going to go, but this is kind of what I've got uh, slated right now. We're going to start off with the Where the Red Fern Grows by Wilson Rawls, and that's going to feature Janelle. Then Goosebumps, The Scarecrow Walks at Midnight. That was a request that came in from Mark. It'd be good to read another Goosebumps. It's been a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has been a minute since I read Goosebumps. And we can look up some. We can look up some Stein. We can do Stein Watch. See what's yeah, up. Oh yeah, I know what's up with Stein. Everybody loves Stein Watch. <laughs> see what all <laughs> what all Ricky Licky Stein is up to. Stein Watch is our most requested thing. We haven't done it in like four <laughs> chapters. The people are clamoring for Stein Watch. <laughs> it's actually just me outside. Hey, guys. <laughs> Anyone seen R.L. Stein? <laughs> what are you doing a Stein Watch? <laughs> and we are also going to cover Sideways Stories from Wayside School. Yes. Yes, we'll be joined by, I wonder if he wants to use his professional name or his real name. Well, as a comedian, he's known as Trip, but otherwise he's just my brother, David. Well, not just my brother. He's my awesome brother, David. So Not just a brother. It's starting to sound like nepotism. (laughs) It's starting to sound like nepotism. (laughs) 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 Because next, we've got Ihudini, requested by Matt. Okay. Also friend also friend of the show. It's one of his all-time favorite books from being a kid. Nice. And we're going to try something kind of daring. We're going to go back to Michigan Chillers. <laughs> That's going to be fun. And we're going to do that one in a kid-friendly manner because we're going to have um, Harold's that. and my, <laughs> my kids, <laughs> Bruce and Xander, on the show mm-hmm. to talk about the creepy clowns of Kalamazoo. I know they've heard all of us swear. They're, they're... Listen, I'm sure at least one of them I know has listened to this podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're Bruce big fans of, of the podcast. Fans. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I think it would it's probably not a great look to feature children under 10 uh, <laughs> swearing up a storm. It will be cool oh, to have Bruce, a non-explicit tag for he... once. Bruce wouldn't even even when he's given the option, like when it's like, oh, you can say the word if he's trying to explain something to me. I'm like, and he's like, oh, and I'm like, you can say it. He doesn't want to. <laughs> he's like, mm, no. He got in trouble at school though in kindergarten. So yeah, that yeah. probably made yep. an impression. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he he said fuck, and his teacher sent him to the wall. And he went to the wall and he was going, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> he knows this story. <laughs> I'm sure if he's listening right now, he's blushing. Right. And, and <laughs> the new Nate, I guess, was like, what do we do? And the teacher, because I talked to the teacher later, the teacher's like, what can we do? He's a child. He's, you know, like, let him get it out of his system. When he realizes he can't play with the other kids, maybe he'll stop, <laughs> you know? But then they told him, they were like, you know, we're going to have to tell your parents. And right after they said they were going to have to tell us, 
he wasn't really caring at first. And Shiloh went to pick him up and she was bringing him home. She was like, we're going home and you're going to have to tell your dad what you did. And I guess right then he was like, oh. No. <laughs> it's actually a bigger deal than yeah. I thought it was. <laughs> and it was when he, when I found out, they told me, and the first thing I did is I like, I had to stifle my laugh. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> and I'm like, gross, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, and ever since then, like, he just, and, you know, whatever. It's probably better for it because, you know, trust it about there in the world with the words, but I know that they'll eventually say it and I don't care, but you know, whatever. It was just funny. Like, right. there's time and a place, bro, and that was not place. <laughs> <laughs> and now I have to tell you, no. <laughs> It was funny, though. But secretly, I'm so mm. proud of you. <laughs> I mean, it's funny. It is. It is. It's is. hilarious. I, I, they're just words to me. I don't understand. I think yeah. that it's when people make a big deal out of them that they become a big deal. Yeah. It's the fact that people make a big deal out of them mm-hmm. that make them a big deal. Yep. So, I don't know. Any the how. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's uh, that's our show. Yep. Yeah. Bob's your uncle. It's not, it's not completely over. Just over for this year. All right. Yep. It's been a survival chapter in more ways than one, but we did it. Yeah. We did it. We survived. We made it through. We survived. Sure and and honestly, we we all did have some trials and tribulations through it. I mean, Josh almost died from having his face inflate so much. But it was weird because it didn't hurt. <laughs> yeah. And that's why we made fun of it the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah. Yeah. I made yep. it through another summer in the hundred plus degree greenhouses. <laughs> <laughs> and I made it through my own securities wondering if Harold and Josh are still talking to me. <laughs> hey, we're always on Xbox and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't really get on Xbox late at night anymore. How late? I mean, I get on right when I get home. Harold and I yeah, watch a show. He gets on at 830. Yeah, whoa, yeah. Whoa, whoa, we're late. He gets on at 830. I have to be, I go to bed by like 10 o'clock. <laughs> So yeah, I get home and right? I jump right on and that way and then I do my other stuff later usually. Right. And I could I can do the like the later gaming that we all used to, but like generally if I'm if I get to play my games, it's on a day that I'm off of work or right. working from home and taking a break, you know? And neither of you are available at those times. So what we need to do is start is make some time here and there at least on like on a weekend night or something and play some GTA again because that would be fun. I right. think we should just do it just to do it. Yeah. Certainly once six is out, we're all gonna see what that's about, I'm sure. Yeah, but oh, for at, sure. at the rate they're releasing stuff for online, GTA online right now, I think GTA six is still a little ways out. <laughs> you think? Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, do you remember when they introduced GTA Five? The trailer came out five years before the the game. Hmm. Yeah, so. we haven't really gotten much of a trailer, <clears throat> even just kind of a tease. Exactly. So. Hmm. <sighs> and whatever was leaked. <laughs> right. Yeah, the, the episode. The I was like, oh, this is literally like Pulp Fiction. <laughs> <laughs> mm, and who knows if it's real yeah so well it won't be now mm. right <laughs> yeah anyways that's for the video game podcast to discuss yep we're a book podcast and we're closing this one for the year <laughs> we are so all right well bob's your uncle that's related. <laughs> <laughs> hope you all have great holidays season and uh give a shit read some lit thanks everybody
This has been Reliterated, a production of the Chocolate Milk Friends and part of the 989 Podcast Network. If you enjoy our show, please consider giving us support by subscribing, recommending us to your book-reading, podcast-listening, 90s nostalgic friends, and most importantly, rating and reviewing us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Audible Podcasts, and Spotify. Did I mention we really want some Spotify ratings right now? Your ratings and reviews go a long way towards getting us in the ears of new listeners. You're also invited to join the growing Reliterated community on Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. And if you really want to get nuts, we have a Discord too. So bing us and join us in this nonsense. If you have a book suggestion for a future episode or have questions for us, send us an email at reliterated at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. We really got to work on closing up episodes. <laughs> it's because we're from the Midwest. It's the Midwest goodbye. It's, it's the Midwest goodbye. Yep. It's not our fault. It's because it's to. ingrained in us. Well, listen, it is our fault because we're aware of it. <laughs> Are we, though? It yeah. just happens. That's if like, we're aware of our faults and we don't change them, uh, I don't know. Then we're just probably, Josh. Then hey, we're just Josh. You know. Uh, I don't know. I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>